Tonight, the legend ends. For almost 60 years, the valiant crew of the SS Anbar has wandered in the infinite night beyond our galaxy, lost in space. Tom, did we break the sensors in that wormhole? Uh, no. No, I don't think so. Then where the hell are the stars? Through every villain, every nightmare, you've been by their side. Your ship is alone, human. You are 200,000 light years from your home planet. Really? One sec. Mr. Chen, is that a long way? At maximum warp? That's 300 years. Well, at least we know where we stand. You've been with him through life. What are we going to name him, Sam? I think... Jack. Jack Jr. If that's okay with you. No argument for me, Skipper. Damn straight. Quiet down, Jack Jr. Mom's I guess I'll just have to get used to being Jack Sr. You've been with them through death. Skipper, four seconds to breach. No, I don't think so. Ramming speed! Tonight, the Anbar's long exile from our galaxy comes to an end. But will their voyage end in triumph or in tragedy? Will the colonists on Paradise be able to trade their marshy homesteads for real homes on an Earth they've never seen? Will the Anbar and their Scion allies stop the invasion of the Zero Parasites or die trying? And the barrier shall be rent, and all shall come to ruin and darkness. In the eternal black of the Big Empty, no good thing is ever assured. But some things are still certain. Doc, you ready? I'm not a real doctor, Tawny. Yeah, whatever. As long as Sam Cox, Jack Jr., Tom Scola, Tawny, Becca, Brady, Chin, and the Anbar crew are still out there fighting for their lives and fighting for ours, as long as they live, there's hope. The epic series finale of Star Trek Anbar begins right now. Because I'm the skipper, and I say... We're going home. Previously on Star Trek and Bar. What if the buggers got past us somehow? The Zero Armada has 10 million warships, and they build more every day. If they get past us, it's bye-bye Milky Way. We've been waiting five years for this chance, everyone. Ever since we acquired the trajector technology, we've been looking for a weak point in the galactic barrier. Well, we've found it barely a light year from the colony, too. It's a great big dark matter nebula where subspace is fragile. The problem is, the Zero know about it, too. Simple plan, folks. We're going to the nebula with a hundred of our best friends behind us. And by friends, I mean Scion megaships. We get there first. The Ambar uses the trajector to open the passage through the galactic barrier. We go through and seal the passage from the other side permanently. And the buggers warp right into a Scion ambush. We escape to the Milky Way, the Scions blow the Zero to Hell's ninth circle, and nobody in the Big Empty has to worry about leasing their brainstem to a cockroach. Ever. 
again. It kills three birds with one stone. Any questions? Paradise Colony hasn't ever been easy. Not for one day, but it has served us well. It's been a breadbasket, a haven, even a home. But now it's time to pack it in. Leave Paradise to the next group of lost aliens who wander through this patch of space. Because you, me, all of us, tomorrow we start our search for a new home. A home called Earth. What is it, Jack? The nebula's still there, right? Yeah, it's still there, but so the Zero. They got here before us, Mom. They've already raised the barricade, and they're standing right between us and the passage. And the Zero are about to feast on a whole galaxy of new hosts. And we're screwed. Call the Scions, now. And now the conclusion. Twenty-three twenty-six A.D., the 22nd year of the Anbar's exile. Evening, Tom. I was hoping you'd be the one on duty tonight. Skipper? What are you doing up here? We're hiding in orbit over an enemy planet in silent running mode. We're waiting for daybreak so we can start a shooting fight that could easily end with you, me, and every family on the ship getting killed. Are you telling me I'm the only one having trouble sleeping? No one else is worried, Skipper. We're in the good hands of Captain Christopher Cox. Good hands. Tom... Some of us are going to die tomorrow. Even if this goes perfectly, and it won't. I can't save all of us. You don't have to. You just have to lead us to our... Well, it's like you always say. Win or lose, we go to a graceful end. Tom, I have a confession to make. Hold on. Let me get my Roman collar. I'm serious, Tom. Serious is a bad idea the night before a big fight. Look, if you don't want to talk, let's... No, no, I, I, I didn't mean that. What's on your chest, Chris? You can't tell the crew. And break the seal of confession? I'd be defrocked. Go on. <sighs> Tom, I think that when you're dead, you're dead. And that sucks. There is no graceful end. At least, regardless of what I've been telling the crew for 20 years, I've never believed in one. Twenty-three sixty-three A.D., the 59th year of the Anbar's exile. No, these are vegetables. We're loading perishables outside the schoolhouse. That's... Do you know where that is? Is it? No, it's a little ways down that road, towards the lake. Oh, right. Thanks. 
I wish the grown-ups here were as good at taking directions as you. Miss Sanders, I have another question. I'm very busy right now. Will we ever come back here? I have a pet turtle named Buzz and... No, no, the Anbar's never coming back here. Now run along. A reminder to everyone. The main square is for loading building materials only. Perishable food goes to the schoolhouse, farming equipment to Avenue B, and personal items take all the way to the lake. Let's keep it organized so we can get this done. Becca? What is it, Jack Jr.? Miss mm. Becker Sanders, I present you with your house. You really scrimped on plastify, but when you build it, I got the whole thing in one box. We didn't have a lot of resources then. And you were being bombed on a regular basis. Also that. Are my personal effects in there too? Nope. I sent them down to the lake like you asked. Okay. You win. You're a nice man. Hmm. Glad you think so. You need a shave. Don't you have enough colonists to boss around today without micromanaging my facial hair? Oh, Jack. For once, I don't want to think about my colonists. It just reminds me of what we're leaving behind here. <laughs> Which part? The bad food? The horrible weather? The bog hog bites? Don't laugh. This this place was the first time any of us have ever had anything like stability. We called it Planet Paradise for a reason. Yeah, the reason was irony. Maybe that's how it started, but... I know you didn't notice because you and the section heads lived up on the Anbar, but the kids down here, this generation of Anbar children has known peace. Can you imagine how different that is from how you and I grew up? I've wondered about that. Living under a sun and a moon, real food, having space to run around. Instead of corrugated metal bulkheads, no battle alerts, no... no parasites... I don't want them to lose this. If you think this is nice, just imagine how great Earth will be. You sound like your mother. Is that a problem? You've reached Navigator Jack Cox. Please leave a message. Beep. Very funny, Jack. Three times over. We need you up here. Tawny, what's going on? Where's Mom? Mom's in a meeting with the Scions. She's trying to stop them from canceling the battle plan. What? Scions can't pull out? If they back down, the Zero are going to win. The science say it's over already. They don't think we can recapture the Nebula with only a hundred ships. I'm beaming up. Tell Becca I said hi. I'm right here, Tawny. Hi. Jack, did you ask her? Jack, out. I have to go. Oh, you don't think I'm going to let you get away that easy, do you, Jack? Huh? Didn't you have something to ask me? Oh, uh, you heard my sister blurt that out. Oh, Jack. You're a lovely man, but if you think Tawny is the only one who's been hinting, you're more evil than I thought. It's been all over your face for weeks. Then you already know. Mm-hmm. Look, I, I wanted to take you down to the lake and ask you when we were alone, but now... It's all right, Jack. Your ship's navigator. I know that, but please, by this time tomorrow, we'll all be on the end bar again. Ask me here, under a real sun and a blue sky. But all the people. I don't care about the people. All right. Oh, 
Becca, we've been friends since I was born. I'm the captain's son. So when I got old enough, a lot of the girls set their sights on me. Not you. To you, I was always just that friend you joked and cried to yell at. You never tried to make me your husband, and it stayed that way. Until I finally noticed that the smartest, most beautiful woman in every room was never the one on my arm. Now I know better. And I want you on my arm forever. Marry me, Becca. Please. John Frederick Cox, Jr. I've wanted to say this to you since I was six years old. Shut up and kiss me already. Thanks, everyone. Oh, get back to work, you louts. Oh, God, I left the ring on the ship. It doesn't matter, Jack. We'll get it later. I love you. Right. Okay. I love you, too. Jack to Ambar, beam me up. No! Damn it! You can't do that to us! Nothing is done against any ally of the Scions, Captain Cox. Only the ships are withdrawn from an assault. Yeah, your ships. All your ships. You know, the big ones with all the guns on them. For God's sake, it's not an enemy armada we're up against. It's just a barricade. Because of the nebula, the true numbers of the enemy cannot be known. So, you're just going to assume they've got an armada. Instead of fighting, you're just going to surrender and let the Zero infest every living thing in the Milky Way. What do you think happens then? You think they're just going to forget about a 10,000-year war with you people? When are you scions going to take your heads out of the crystalline Jeffrey's tubes built into your backsides? Captain Cox, that is enough. Scions, I must apologize. Shut up, Zerum. It is seen that the captain of the Anvar is agitated by the zero incursion. It is hoped that it is known to her that our agitation is equally as great. Then do something. On account of the nebula, the enemy fleet is not able to be seen by standards. However, based on new intelligence gathered by brief service, an estimate can be given that one million zero vessels of freedom class to battle. Is it possible that our fleet of 100 vessels, however mighty, should dislodge such a force? Your intelligence was wrong once already. For all we know, the parasites have 12 ships behind that barricade. And one of your mega ships, just one, could wipe the floor with them in 10 seconds flat. There's only one way to find out. Once any attack might be launched, it would be impossible to retreat from the field of battle. The suicide of the servants of the Scions will not be ordered. It is seen that because of our decision that the Anvar will be rendered unable to fulfill its long-term objective to return to the Milky Way. Our fullest apologies are expressed to the captain of the Anvar. This isn't about me, and this isn't about getting back to Earth. It's about all of us. Are we done here? I said, are we done here? Zerum, end this transmission. What? Captain Cox, one does not simply end an audience with the Scions of the Stars? Zerum, the ship mind gave you to me for today. So do what I say. 
end this. My deepest apologies, lords and ladies. Cox is... I'm leaving. Captain Cox is not first in royal protocol, and so... Well, Skipper, how did it go? Assistance in your venture is not to be anticipated. Damn head jobs are leaving us out to dry. I had some choice words for them. Twenty-five years you've waited for the chance to speak to the actual Scion Council, and the first thing you do is chew them out. Your father would be proud. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I guess he would. Blessed Scions. They've had that coming to him for about 4,000 years. And you're certainly the only person in the universe who'd give it to him. Skipper Sam Cox, ace diplomat at large. So, what now? I don't know, Tom. I can't think in here. It's too big. I've got two rules for starships. First, they should not have entire parks inside them. Damn it, ships should not be bigger on the inside than the outside. Your mistake is that you still think of a Scion megaship as a starship. It's not really... It's more like a blob. Whatever they are, we can't win against the Zero without a hundred of them on our side. <sighs> it's beautiful, though, isn't it? What? The sunset. It's fake. Simulated. Still beautiful. I hate sunsets. They remind me of death. And Bar, this is the Skipper. Two for beaming. Fire when ready. Cock's out. My name is Samantha Cox. Almost 60 years ago, my father's cargo ship, the SS Ambar, fell through a wormhole and ended up in the void between galaxies, three lifetimes from home. We call this place the Big Empty. Since the day we got here, it's been a fight just to stay alive. But 60 years later, we are still alive. And we are going home. Welcome to the Big Empty. Welcome to the night that never ends. Welcome to Star Trek and Bar. Starring Amy's Krauk is Skipper Sam Cox. The Anbar is my ship. With Carl Puder as Tom Scullin, I am the Anbar's living history. Joyce Bender as Colonial Chief Becca Sanders. I feed the Anbar. Gareth Foley as Jack Cox Jr. I'm the pilot of the Anbar. Janet Green as Allison Tawny Cox. I am the Anbar's conscience. And Vivian Chung is chief of Triage Brady Winters. I'm what passes for a doctor around here. With a special appearance by James Haney as Captain Christopher Cox. The Anbar used to be my ship, and then I got killed. Tonight, the final chapter of Star Trek Anbar, The Barrier, Part 12, Sunset. Skipper's back, everyone. And not a moment too soon. Mom. How did it go? What did the Scions say? 
They said no. What? We need them. Hell, they need them. If they don't help stop the Zero, we're going to get killed in there. If we don't have Scion backup, we're not going in there, Tawny. What? Jack, signal the planet and tell them to start unpacking. We're going to need Planet Paradise for a long time to come. Skipper, I thought you were still thinking this one over. There ain't much to think over, Tom. The Envar wasn't a battleship to begin with, and 60 years haven't done her any favors. The only reason we were involved in this plan to begin with is because we're the only nice folks in the Big Empty who want a one-way ticket through the barrier into the galaxy. We've fought the parasites alone before. A few, yeah. Sometimes we've even won, but it was never easy. The day your father died, we were up against four zero frigates. The Scions estimate that there are a million frigates behind the barricade. That could be wrong, but however many there are, we can be damn sure it's more than four. So, Skipper, do you mean we're just giving up? I've been working for this my whole life, Tom. We all have. We've fought, we've worked, borrowed, stolen, lived and died, all so we could get back to our galaxy and keep the parasites out. Today, it looks like I'm losing on both counts. So if you've got any suggestions, now would be the time. You know what the buggers are going to do once they get inside the Milky Way, don't you? They're going to swarm across a trillion stars like locusts. They're going to infest everyone. What do you want me to do about it, Tawny? We go in there, they're just going to do the same thing to us. Mom's right. We've lost. We've always known when to fight and when to run. That's why we're still alive. Oh, you would say that, brother of mine. What's that supposed to mean? This can't look too bad from where you're sitting, can it? If we quit now, your girlfriend gets to keep running that hellhole of a planet she loves so much. You could even move down there, build a house, leave the ship out to dry. Whoa, sis. I went out of the big empty as much as you do. Just because I'm capable of rationality doesn't make me a traitor. You think it's irrational to- Enough. Both of you. You're adults. Act like it. This isn't about who does the dishes, Mom. This is the future of the entire galaxy. A galaxy I've never seen the inside of. I don't owe the galaxy anything. The people I owe are all on this ship and that planet. What would Dad say? Right now, I think he'd say, young lady, get off your mother's bridge. And I think that'd be very good advice. Hmm. God. It's all right, Sam. What do we do now? I'm gonna head down and check up on the Colonials. They're probably gonna need help unpacking. And maybe... Maybe it's time I picked out a place to live. Oh, God. Go on, Skipper. We'll hold down the fort here. Thank you, Tom. Jack, keep my chair warm. I will be back. She's hurting. Aren't you? Mind if I join you, Captain? Sanders, how'd you find me? It's hard for the Captain of the Anbar to go anywhere on Paradise without being noticed. 
I'm sorry about the scions. So am I. What are you going to do now? What are we going to do now? I don't know. Are you going to keep the N-bar flying? Of course. Are you sure that's still the right thing to do? We're not giving her up or scrapping her for parts. The N-bar is our home. Is it? What? I know it's still home for you and probably for most of the people living up there, but the N-bar is not home for all of us anymore. You have other choices. Like what? Eat bog hog stew for the rest of my life? Give up and settle for this farming colony? Not a very graceful end. This farming colony has a name. It's called Paradise. This is not Paradise. Earth is... Earth is gone. Even if you could get there, pretty soon it's going to be run by the parasites. This is as close to Eden as you get, Captain. Either make your peace with that or spend the rest of your life fighting and dying and dealing and thieving to keep your century-old cargo ship flying. Either way, don't expect everyone to follow the Anbar just because the great Sam Cox can't cope with losing. You! You! Thank you, Becca. I needed to hear that. Is your mind made up, then? No, but this conversation has made my decision a lot clearer. Is that good? For one of us. Which one? I don't know yet. I'm sorry I yelled. I should be... Well, I guess I should be treating you like my mom. Mom? Didn't you hear the news? What news? Jack proposed today we're going to be married. Oh. He didn't tell me. He didn't? Well, congratulations. I'm glad you got what you wanted. I... I'll leave you be. Thank you. 2326 A.D., the 22nd year of the Anbar's exile. Bull, I don't know what you think tonight, but I know you've believed in the graceful end for 20 years. You think you know what I believe better than I do? I saw the eulogy you gave at Laura's funeral. The crew has to believe in the graceful end. I put on a front every day for you, just like I did then. Like I said, that's a load of bull. If you want my opinion, and I know you didn't ask... I'd say you've been suffering from a bad case of pre-battle jitters. I don't get pre-battle jitters. Maybe something's different about this battle. Maybe you have a good reason for jitters. Sam's 17 now. This is the first time she's ever manned a combat station, isn't it? I... I would have opposed it, but she wouldn't have taken no for an answer. An engineer pleaded with me to say yes. There have been undermanned and fire control since LT died. So I gave in. My stupid daughter taking the most dangerous post on the ship her first time out of the nursery. Like her father. She believes in the graceful end, you know. What makes you say that? You said it yourself. She's volunteered for the most dangerous duty on this ship. She could easily die tomorrow. You don't put yourself in harm's way like that unless you're a believer. Oh, God, you're doing that thing again. What? That thing you people have started doing. You're talking about the graceful end as if it's some kind of religion. It's not, Tom. It's just... You know what? I'm going to read it to you. I've memorized it. I don't care. <clears throat> Our dedication plaque. S.S. Anbar. Commissioned Stardate 1533.6. Quote, 
if we must weep, let it not be for the fallen, but for ourselves. For our kinsmen met their fates in our service, and found rest in Allah. We live on only in the hope of gaining what they now possess, for they have attained the graceful end. President Iyad al-Maliki, April 2038. Now, you want to talk about a load of bull? Let's start with this plaque. Mom, what are you doing back Skipper? here? Skipper? Better question. What's the doc doing here? Me? I'm just loafing about. None of you people needed my services today. Lucky you. I'm not even a real doctor. No loafing on my bridge, Winters. Remind me to put a reprimand in your file. You know, just as soon as we get back to Earth, get you registered as a Federation citizen, put you in the Teamsters, and get you a file. Aye, Cap. Want me to do anything about it before then? Nah. Sit back and enjoy the bridge. Mr. Chen. Skipper? Just testing your reflexes. Jack, anything new here? No, ma'am. You caught me right at the end of my shift. Where's your relief? Right here, Cap. What can we do for you? Just checking in, Tom. Good. Then I'm supposed to relay a message. Your daughter wants to talk to you. Talk or shout? She seemed talky when I saw her, but you know Tawny. Better than anyone. Where is she? E-Deck Observation Port. Where else? Thanks, Tom. Of course. Oh, Jack, one more thing. The next time you decide to marry a girl... What? I'd like to hear about it first. Wait, Mom, look, I can... Oh, damn it! Well... Huh. Dangling our legs over the side into the ladder well? I remember when you told me you had outgrown that. So do I. I was 15. And an idiot. I think better when I let my legs dangle. How's the view? Black as ever. Mom, can I ask you a question? Anything. We're in the big empty. None of us has ever seen a star field. The reason we look out these windows is because there isn't one. So why do you always ask me that? <laughs> I guess I don't... Well, actually, now that you ask, my father used to ask me every time he found me down here, how's the view? His little joke. He never sat here, though. Dad was always an Earthman at heart, and I think it scared him to look out a window without seeing any stars. Sometimes I wonder if we ever get back to the Milky Way. Are we going to be like that? Will we be scared by all the stars? You're still young. Young enough. I'm sorry I yelled earlier. I've had worse. Only from me. You are a little bit of a handful. Always have been. I don't mean to be. I just... You just think you're right. Always right. Sometimes I am. Yep. And the other times you're too damn close to getting yourself killed. If doing the right thing gets me killed... Then I'll commit every sin in the book to prevent it. From adultery right on down to wrath. Ha! You mean it, too. Damn straight. Is that why we're giving up on the passage? 
Tony, I'm giving up on the passage because without the scions, attacking the Zero is suicide. Probably suicide. I only gamble when I have to, Tony. This time, I don't have to. The Zero are going to take that entire galaxy. You know we can't let that happen. We not only can, we must. We will. And just this once, you are going to listen to me, young lady. I'm not that young anymore, Mom. We have to try. If nothing else, it'll be a graceful end. <sighs> you should have been a redhead. You know, sometimes I wonder how much you value your own life. No more than most. But no less, either. Good. Tony, I'm glad you've got a conscience. I just wish it didn't get you into so much trouble. Oh, boy. Hmm. These old legs aren't made for standing anymore. Oh, come on. You're not even 60. Tom's what, 80? Oh, just you wait. I gotta run, Tony. I'm glad we had this chance to talk. Yeah, Mom. And Mom? Yes, hon? I love you. I love you, too. I knew the Colonials were offloading some of the cooking supplies, but nobody told me you were on board. Yeah. Now that we're staying put, the colony has to unpack everything we spent last week taking apart. We're doing food first. Otherwise, there's going to be some awfully hungry mouse tonight planet side. Great. Can I help? Yeah, I'll get you started on over here. Just load what you can onto the carts, and somebody will take it down to the shuttle pod in a few minutes. I can do that. Jack? What? Why didn't you tell your mother? Tell my mother what? About us. She shouldn't have had to hear that news from me, especially given her opinion of me. Becca, my mom likes you fine. No, she doesn't. But you didn't answer my question. Why didn't you tell her? I, um, well, I guess I don't know. Why don't you think about that for a while? See you later. I was here last. I think I was only up here once or twice when it was still in one piece. I wasn't usually allowed on the bridge. And the day I became captain, the day I got permission to be up here every day, was the day it was destroyed. The day your father died. So it goes. 
I come here sometimes when I need to be close to him. You don't feel close when you're sitting in the command chair on our bridge? Our bridge is a badly converted ship's bar, which was already a badly converted cargo hold. I know I've been commanding the Anbar down there for, what, 37 years now? But I'll always think of that room as the place where Judy Thingham and I used to build forts out of Dabo tables. Where Leon the barkeep slipped me my first champagne, despite my father's strict orders. Where I kissed Jack Sr. for the first time. This is where my father worked. This is the heart of the Anbar. And if he were here, he would know what to do. I thought your mind was set. I thought we were giving up. So did I. But Tony... She's a persuasive one. Good for her. Oh my god. What? It's still here. What's still here? The Anbar's dedication plaque. You think I'd just let that thing float away? My father died for the words on that plaque. He and a lot of other people. I'm glad. I know the graceful end lives as long as we believe in it, but all the same, I'm glad the plaque's still here. Damn straight. It would be a graceful end, though, wouldn't it? Beats me. Tony tried the same argument on me. I don't see how it's a graceful end if everybody dies for no good reason. And I don't see how we can prevent that from happening if we go in there. We do have the trajectory, so we could get through the passage into the Milky Way, but whatever buggers are in there would make mincemeat out of us before we made it halfway to the passage. I don't care whether it's a hundred ships or a thousand. Either way, we're dead. But don't we have to try? Why? Because we owe it to that galaxy the buggers are going to eat? That's what Tony said. No, because we owe it to your father. To ourselves. We have to try to get these people back to Earth. And you know it as well as I do. We're never going to get a chance like this again. I'm an old man, Sam. I've seen Earth. I lived there. I don't need to see it again before I die. But you, your generation, you deserve that. I trust the universe to make sure we get there. So basically, you want me to break through a fortified zero position and count on God to keep us from getting killed? After everything you and I and this ship have been through, Tom, it hasn't occurred to you that God isn't on our side? We've survived in the big empty for almost 60 years. God's for us. Otherwise, we'd have all died a long time ago. Suck up. Quoth the skipper, damn straight. Touché. So, what does your father think? Sorry? You were communing with him, weren't you? That's why you came up here. Oh, I'm sorry, Tom. I just... I don't see how getting everyone killed is a graceful end. Oh. Are you sure you're hearing him right? Tom! Sorry. I'll just... I'll leave this plaque here with you. Thank you. for they have attained. Dad? Dad, if you're out there, 
I'm sorry. Tom, nice spacesuit. I take it you were talking to my mother. You take correctly. Did you change your mind? Nope. She's made her decision. Now it's ours to follow. Well, we tried. I gotta go then. Right. See you later, Tawny. Goodbye, Tom. That's the last of the cookware. I'll fly the shuttle down tomorrow morning. Do we have clearance? We will. Come on, Jack. Let's grab some gruel. You've been thinking, like I asked? Trying. Come up with anything? I love you, don't doubt that. I don't. But, I I don't know. You know, you're a woman of the colony. Hell, forget that. You are the colony, Becca. Ever since you saved the place from getting nuked 15 years ago, you fought tooth and nail, and more than a few of your fellow colonists dragged that place out of the bogs and make something. And you did. You made something beautiful on Paradise. You're strong and brave, and and you lead. Frankly, I think my mom wishes I were more like you. But mom stands for this ship and its mission. She's dedicated her whole life to getting this crew back to Earth. Paradise makes giving up and settling down look a little bit more comfortable. I think my mom's always been afraid that one day you and your colony are going to break up this ship. Break up her family. Every time you do something good for the colony, you make that risk more real. I lied when I said my mom likes you. She respects you. She doesn't like you. To be honest, I feel the same way about her. Telling mom that we're getting married, I'd be bringing some of her worst fears to life. I would have done it eventually, I promise. I was just waiting for the right moment. You knew all this already, didn't you? Known it for years. So's your mom, for that matter. But you're the only one who could say it aloud. I hope that having said it, you'll have an easier time choosing. Choosing? Yeah. What? You don't see it? What are you talking about? That colony is my life, Jack. Your mom's right. It is a mucky, bog-hog-infested hellhole of a habitable world, but I love it anyway. I was ready to leave it behind when it looked like I didn't have a choice. But now that the science have ditched us, it looks like paradise is staying put. Your life is up here on the end bar. You love this ship almost as much as your mother does, and there's no sense in me pretending otherwise. We've been friends for years, and we've been able to live two separate lives, but Jack... We're getting married. We can't do that anymore. So, we have to choose. Paradise or the Ambar? Unless you've learned to bilocate. The skipper has her dream. I have mine. Time to choose yours. That's not going to be easy. Just ask yourself one question. Where do you want our kids to grow up? Here on the Ambar like we did? Or on Paradise in the daylight? Give me some time to... Wait! Did you hear that? Hear what? It's coming from the shuttle bay. The launch alarm. Has to be a malfunction. Come on! 
Oh my god, the engines are revving up. Who's in there? I'm cutting power to the launch doors. Is that Tawny? Tawny, what are you doing with our shuttle? Does Mom know about this? Tawny? Jack, the bay is decompressing. Get in here. Tawny! Jack, now! Can you close the doors? Too late. She's getting away. But where? It doesn't matter. Bridge, this is Jack. We've got Tawny trouble. Tom! Yeah, I got it. She's on a direct course for the passage. What about the barricade? She's going straight through it. No, she isn't. How long do we lose sensor contact? Not long. We're really not far from the nebula. Hailer! Tawny, answer me. I'm here, Mom. Just what do you think you're doing, young lady? Someone has to try. Tawny, you can't! The buggers are in there and the shuttle's unarmed. The shuttle's faster than the Anbar. I'm gonna make a run for it. If I can just get through the passage, I can warn the Milky Way. There's still time to stop the parasites. They'll kill you! They might. Skipper, she's beginning to enter the nebula. Tawny, get back here before they see you. Come on, Mom. I've done crazy things before. Nothing like this, Tawny. Nothing even close to this. Mom, whatever happens, I love you. I'm going after her. With what? We only had one shuttle. Tawny, don't do this. Don't you go where I can't follow. I'm going to a graceful end, Mom. Just like Dad. There's nothing graceful about it, Tawny. There never has been. Your father was an idiot who got himself killed for nothing. He left us alone so he could be a hero. And we're the ones who paid the price. His family paid the price. Don't do that to me again, Tony. Don't leave me alone. There's one difference. What? I'm feeling lucky. She's inside the nebula. We've lost her frequency. Your father felt lucky, too. Mom? Mom? Computer, time to passage. Estimated time, two minutes. All right. Let's hope the buggers don't have too many surprises for me. Full impulse, computer. Frere Jaca, Frere Jaca, Dame Vu, Dame Vu, Sonne la Matina, Sonne la Matina, Ding Ding Dong, Ding Ding. Destroyed. Life support. Destroyed. Hold course. Time to passage. Insufficient warning. Data failure. Computer. Computer. Engine. No. I need those engines. Oh my god. My mother was right. Right. Someone had to try. Do you hear me? Someone had to try. But I wanted to see the stars. Twenty-three twenty-six, the 22nd year of the Anbar's Exile.
I don't quite see what you mean, Skipper. What I mean is, my daughter dies tomorrow. It's not going to be worth one stupid stem bolt why she died. All I'm going to remember is that my Samantha's dead. That's not true, Skip. It's not true and you know it. Maybe not right away, but, God forbid, if Sam dies tomorrow, the fact that she died a hero instead of a coward is going to be the fact that keeps you living. But what if she dies her hero's death, and we still fail? What if we all die, and everything we do tomorrow is for nothing? The outcome doesn't matter. The heroism does. You can't be a hero if you don't succeed. You're just failing with style. Failing with grace, you mean? Maybe. In the long run, isn't that all life is? Maybe so. Maybe... No. No! If we fail tomorrow, then there is no graceful end. Every death we've suffered will have been in vain. Then we'll have to agree to disagree. There is one way to avoid that, though. Yeah? Don't let us fail, Skipper. 2363 A.D., the 59th year of the Anbaris Exile. Scions! Scions! I will speak to you! I summon you! I summon you! Captain Cox, this is completely... Get the hell out of my way, Zerum! Scions! You're disturbing the other... Zerum! I swear, if you don't get Your loss is not the Scion's responsibility. So, you know about what happened. I knew it. Scions! Captain, if you don't... If you don't... You may have heard me now, Captain. Your demand has been heard, and I acquiesce to an audience. Twyasa, is that you? How could you tell? You're using personal pronouns. Ah, yes. A bad habit I have picked up. Too much time with corporeals, it is believed. We do speed things up. A sudden convenience is certainly noted. You requested this audience, Skipper, not I. Damn straight I did. You saw what happened to Tawny. I know you did. You sat here in the most powerful ship in the known universe, and you did nothing while my daughter died. What the hell is wrong with you people? You are mistaken, Skipper Cox. We did not. Nothing. We advised against any attempt to reach the passage. And then, when Tawny went in there anyway, you didn't lift a finger. I might have accepted that from the others. But Triassa, you know Tawny. You watched her grow up. And then, you just let her die? In all our affairs, freedom of action must be preserved. It wasn't an attempt. It was suicide. It is a matter of perspective, Skipper Is it not true that mere days ago you yourself were still considering an attack on the passage using only the Ambar? I'm still considering it. All the more then. According to our estimates, there is no statistical difference between such an attack. And suicide. If you make the attempt, would you have us interfere? No, but my daughter... Tony acted as humans act. Tarasa has not been allied with the Amber for three generations without learning of your... contempt for probability. 
Indeed, our times you have decisively defied likelihood. It is precisely these defiant moments that have made you an attractive ally. Does that mean the Scions are reconsidering? If you're willing to give the passage a shot... We are not. But I perceive that you are doing more than reconsidering. You are going to give it a shot, yes? I only gamble when I have to. That answer... It is neither yes nor no. Yes. Yes, we're going to attack. Tom's making the preparations now. We're going home, damn it. With or without the Scion's help. May I ask the reason your mind has been changed? No. No, you may not. Do you even know the reason? Back off, head job. I apologize. Damn straight. I... I guess this is goodbye, Triassa. Indeed. Triassa, right now, I hate your guts. But I'm gonna miss you. You've been a good ally. Almost a friend. I concur. Triassa shall mourn this day for a century. The loss of Tommy Cox and the departure of the Anbar. You can still help us. Dislodging the Zero Barricade is impossible. Improbable. My words were well chosen. Someone has to try. The servants will not be ordered to commit suicide. Skipper Cox, I invite you to rest here for a while before returning to your ship. Assimilate the sensations of the Arboreum. Sometimes an action is the proper style for grief. My leave is taken. Sound advice. Triassa. Alright, so we'll send the main procession past the lake and assemble at the big open space. Eulogies Jack, will... I really don't think you should be doing this. Tawny's been... It's only been a few days. Tom, my sister is dead. If I don't do something, I'm going to fall apart right here on the spot. Would that be such a bad thing? Tom, are we ready? Skipper, I didn't... Wait, ready for what? Jack, I didn't see you there. It's all right, Mom. Ready for what? Um... All right, why is everyone being so coy? My birthday is now for another... Oh my god, you've changed your mind. You're gonna take another shot at the passage. Yes, I'm sorry. I know you don't No, think... no, I-, I actually agree with you. Tawny was right. You have to try. For the galaxy's sake? Or for ours. Neither. For Tawny. A little while ago, you thought the price was too high. A futile attempt to stop the buggers wasn't worth all our lives. What changed? You thought the same thing. But I asked first. What changed is my sister died to convince me she was right. It worked. Then I don't have to worry about finding a navigator to replace you? No, I didn't say that. What now? I said that you need to make the attempt, and you do. You do it with or without my understanding, but for what it's worth, I understand. It's just I'm not coming with you. You... what? Paradise. 
you want to stay behind on paradise. I'm staying behind on paradise. I've had time to think since Tawny died, Mom. I finally had to pick my dream. Turns out my dream isn't Earth. My dream's a very special woman, and she lives on a mucky, bog-hog-infested hellhole. That's where I'll find my end. I think a lot of folks here tell you a like story. I'm just the first to follow through. Sanders finally did it. That woman is breaking up my family. You mean it, Jack? You're leaving the Anbar? Yeah, which means we'll be saying our goodbyes. Soon, you're gonna go where I can't reach you. You mean the inside of the galaxy? Or heaven? Won't know that till you try. Mom, I'm sorry. I think you'd better go now, Jack. Right. Uh, I'll see you later. Skipper, you all right? I'm losing everything, Tom. Everyone. Maybe you can still change his mind. Nah. Did you hear his voice just now? He knows what he wants. Maybe for the first time in his life, he's sure of himself. I'm... Honestly, I'm proud of him. But I'm not going to let that woman destroy this... Excuse me, young man? Where do you think you're going? Um, Skipper? Captain will do fine, young man. The transporter room is off limits. Now what are you doing? I... I, um... Out with it, Jonathan. This is Jonathan, Mr. Chen's kid. Wow. He's growing up fast. You heard Tom, Johnny. Out with it. I want to go to paradise, ma'am. I heard we've got to fight the Zero tomorrow. I don't want to. I want to go to paradise, where it's safe. Oh, John. You're on board the SS Anbar. That's the safest place in the universe you can be. Now, get back to the nursery. I'm going to talk to your father about this. And I don't ever want to catch you down here again. I'm sorry. All right. Now get... My God, Tom, I've got children trying to abandon ship. What are we coming to? Maybe this is... What is it, Tom? It's heresy. I'm thinking heresy. I don't care. Talk. Well, maybe little Johnny has a point. Maybe Jack's right. Maybe the graceful end isn't... isn't the same for all of us. You're right. Which part? Twenty-three twenty-six, the 22nd year of the Anbar's Exile. <laughs> All right, I drink to that. Really? Well, I mean, probably not really, not a few minutes before a battle. Oh, that's too bad, because it so happens... Is that... Single malt whiskey. How in God's name... Bought it at a human place on Vulcan, the day before we left Port Eridani. Tom... That was 22 years ago. I've been aging it. Whiskey doesn't age once it's been bottled. Yeah, I just found out the other day. Wish I'd known 20 years ago. Seriously, Skipper, this sun we're waiting for? Odds are good one of us is dead by the time it sets. 
fine occasion for a drink. Tom, I need you to fly this ship into combat in a few minutes, says the skipper who just stayed up all night instead of getting the sleep he needs. I always fly better with a little lubricant in my system. Here, Cap, one shot. I think you need it more than I do. Well, <laughs> okay, you're probably right. My nerves are shot. Right you are. How about a toast? I'd like that. To a graceful end for all of us. Whatever the hell that means. Well said. The sun is rising. It's beautiful. It's time. So be it. All hands, report to battle stations. We're going in. Twenty-three sixty-three, the fifty-ninth year of the Anbar's exile. So, what's the story? Am I packing or unpacking? Are we going or staying? Am I sleeping under the stars or under a? You know what? Never mind. I'm calling Cox. Captain, this is your colonial puppet government. Could you please give me an order that makes some kind of consistent so my people stop looking at me funny? Hi, Sanders. Here's one. Look up. Say again, Ambar? Look up. What? Tom, you're older than dirt. How long has it been since the Anbar landed? Oh, would it have to be... 2318. The crash landing on the Elemist's planet. I'm awful curious about whether or not the equipment still works. Thor promised it was all still going. Most of engineering wasn't even born the last time we landed. I wasn't. <sighs> Whippersnappers. Good point, Mr. Chen. Tom, is there some kind of alert or something I should be sounding right now? Union rules require a blue alert during landings. Well, I am nothing if not loyal to the Teamsters. Blue alert, everyone. Huh. Didn't know we had that one. Entering the troposphere. Take us down the rest of the way. Gently. Everyone, stay back. I don't want anyone touching the outside of that ship while it's still hot. Captain, glad to have you drop in. What's this all about? Get your people to the rostrum in the center of town. I'll meet you there. Come on, people, hurry it up. You know, I don't think they want to hurry it up. Tom! Have you seen... Becca! There he is. Thanks, Tom. Anytime. What's going on, Jack? The conclusion. It's ending before our eyes, Becca. The rest of our lives. An epilogue. Jack, you're not making sense. I'm not? Let me say it again. 
You need to get a new cabin, Becca. The one you've got isn't big enough for our kids. You mean? Yeah. I brought the ring this time. Here. Let's get married. Now. Soon. After today. You'd better catch up with my mom. She's got something in store. Is this on? It's on, Skipper. I see you're planning to address the whole crew, colonists and Anbar people. Why? I have the right to know what's going on, Captain. You're about to find out, Sanders. Also, I thought you were calling me Mom these days. <sighs> All right, folks. I've been Skipper 37 years, and I've never given a speech longer than two minutes. Some of you may want to make a day like this into a big elaborate event, but I've never stood on ceremony. My daughter died last week. She was trying to break through an impenetrable zero barricade because it was the right thing to do. It's still the right thing to do. The difference is she was in an unarmed shuttle and will be taking one of the most veteran ships in the Big Empty. Plus, I'm feeling lucky. We're going home, people, and I want you all to come with me. Earth or bust. Thing is, there's more than a few of you who don't want Earth anymore. You've gone and started families, and you want them to be safe. Or you've put down roots on this godforsaken marsh rock and just plain don't want to live on the Anbar again. The Anbar's not a military ship. Even if I wanted to drag you all back on board, kicking and screaming, I couldn't. Facts are facts. We've been a crew for 60 years, and somehow, we're just not anymore. That's why we're leaving Paradise Colony here. When the Anbar pulls out, anyone who wants to stay behind can. The colony will remain under the command of Colony Chief Becca Sanders. In a short while, I will cease to be your skipper, so let this be my final order. Follow her as you would me. She will fight for this colony just as hard as we've all fought for the Anbar. She already has. I wouldn't clap. This isn't a happy day. This is the day that something beautiful died, and all we can do is hope that something better rises out of the swamplands here. If you decide to stay on Paradise, talk to my son. He's already elected to stay behind. If you're staying with the Anbar, report to your duty station. We leave tomorrow night with whoever we have on board. But today, we're together one last time. Half of you are related to me by blood, and the other half by marriage. We're all family here. Let's say our goodbyes. And I guess I'd better start with you. Goodbye, Sanders. Take care of these people. Take care of my son. Absolutely. And Sanders, I should have told you this a long time ago. You would have been a pretty good captain. I know. 
Good luck up there, Skipper. Don't get killed. It's a beautiful sunset, isn't it? Yes. Yes, it is. It's eight o'clock, Skipper. Already? Finally. Good answer, Mr. Chen. Signal the colony. Let them know it's time. We're leaving. That all, Skipper? We've said our goodbyes. Same message to the Scions, but tell them we'll miss them on the front line. Still trying to convince the head jobs to come along? Nah. Just trying to make them feel guilty afterwards. The colony's returning our signal. It's your son. He wishes us Godspeed. Bye, Jack. All right. Lock us down and get ready. Right quick. And Mr. Chen, any idea how many of us are left? Nope. We haven't had time to figure out who's all staying on Paradise. Well then, it's time to take stock. Hi, everyone. Roll call. Section Chiefs, report with readiness and manpower. Sickbay, you're first. Chief of Triage Brady Winters here, Skip. Still got a little more than half my staff here, so I guess we're ready. Glad to hear it. Engineering, you're up. Thor here. Engineering ready with 30% manpower. Okay. Guns? Ready, Skip. Three quarters of my guys stayed on. Well done. In fact, Mr. Chen, I'm surprised to see you here. Don't you have a family? A wife and a boy, Skipper. And I'm going to build them a house on Earth. Yes, you are. Navigation. Where the hell's navigation? Sorry, Skipper. Couldn't find a third shot glass for Mr. Chen there. You brought it? There's just enough left in here for three small shots. That whiskey's seen us through a lot of times out here. Good and bad. And, one way or another, our time in the Big Empty ends tonight. It seemed appropriate. Navigation reporting in, Skipper. 100% manpower. Very good. Take your station, Navigator. All right, everyone, we're ready. Remember, our goal is to make it through the passage, get inside the Milky Way, and start broadcasting a warning signal right away. We don't have the guns to beat a bugger fleet, even if it's as small as we hope it is. And it better be small. So we just go as fast as we can and hold them back with phasers and missiles long enough for us to break the barricade. Then we're home free. Clear? Clear. Odds are, not all of you are going to make it through with us. In fact, the smart money says we're all getting killed out there. Now, I've got a feeling in my gut that this ship is going to see us through. But in the end, it doesn't matter whether we succeed or not. What matters is that we tried. I owe it to my daughter. You owe it to your families. We owe it to everyone who sacrificed the last 60 years to get us here. And, like it or not, somehow we owe that poor defenseless galaxy out there, too. But, if you didn't already know your debts, you wouldn't be here, would you? You'd be in a cozy cabin on Paradise, keeping the bog hogs out and trying to forget everything you've ever heard about Earth. So why am I lecturing you? Because I'm the skipper, dammit, and lecturing is what we do. 
Now, let's go make our parents proud. Tom, set course for the barricade. All ahead full. Answering all ahead full, Skipper. Good. And break out those glasses. We've got a couple of minutes. Good idea. Tom, it's been a while since you flew the Anbar. You sure you should be drinking right now? I fly best with a little lubricant, Chen. Here, take a glass. I wonder if alcohol will be less rare in the Milky Way. There's a hundred billion star systems in there. Everything's less rare. Before you drink, I remind you there's traditionally a toast. Got something in mind? To home. May the colonists make a home on paradise. And may we find ours on Earth. Cheers! May I? Absolutely. To my daughter Tawny, that what we're doing today gives her death some meaning. Skipper? No. I'm all right, Tom. To Tawny Cox, a beautiful woman, a hero. A hero? My daughter was an idiot. Just like her father. I miss them. To Tawny. And, if I may... Please, Mr. Chen. To our victory. We meet our fates in the service of our kinsmen and our god. Whatever happens, may it remain a graceful end. Well said, Mr. Chen. We are approaching the nebula. Right. Glasses down, eyes forward. Time for the big dance. Mr. Chen, bring missiles online, secure the nursery... And sound battle stations. Tom, take us through the barricade. Let's see what the buggers have in store for us. Brady, you ready to do your thing down there? You mean coin collecting? I mean triage. I hate triage. Yeah, we're ready, Cap. Good. Mr. Chen? Getting some early greetings now, Skipper. I'm picking up the triangle wave. I guess the buggers have already opened the passage. Their fleet must be going through now. Then they're already fortified. That's bad. Can we get a good reading on their numbers yet, Mr. Chen? Not yet. But I'm picking up a familiar pattern at the center of the formation. I think it's King Mab. King Mab? Where? The parasites need one ship to fire a trajectory beam to hold the passage open. It looks like they're using Mab's flagship. So Mab's their point man on this. This just gets better and better. We're entering the nebula, Skip. Picking up readings now. Fifty bugger ships. No. A hundred. No, a th... Uh, Oh my god. What's the bad news, Chen? Chen? There are two million bugger battleships in here, Skipper. The Scions undercounted. Good God. Skipper, do we retreat? Couldn't if we wanted to. They've already locked onto us. Time to enemy intercept, Tom. Pretty much now. Hold the force for the passage. Return fire all batteries. Full speed ahead.
23, 26. Who's in here? Sam? Sam, you're alive! I heard the fire control team... It's true, Brady. Whatever you heard, most of us didn't make it out in time. Tom's on D-deck trying to find out who's still alive. A, B, and C are... gone. What... what are you doing down here? Watching the sunset. Excuse me? When that sun came up, my dad was still alive. And now... Are they going to make you... Captain? They... already did. Oh my god. And this? This is going to be the new bridge. Once we've rebuilt. We'll tear out the bar, rewire the electronics. Those Dabo tables are going to be our navcom. Kind of a makeshift bridge. That's okay. I'm kind of a makeshift captain. Perfect fit. Look, um... Sam. I mean... Captain. Skipper will be fine, Brady. Skipper, I was up on the bridge a few minutes ago. Did you find my father? No. He's... They all... It was an explosive decompression. But we found the Anbar's dedication plaque. It was right there in the cushion of his chair, like it intended to be there. We tethered it so it won't float away. Figured it was all that was left of your dad. You were right. Thank you. He never stopped believing in the words on that plaque. Yesterday, he died for them. I don't know, Sam. A lot of people died in my arms today. Think it was worth it? Everybody dies, Brady. Might as well die for something. For a few words on a slab of bronze? I've heard worse. 2363. Please. No! I'm sorry, Thor. Brady. We can help him. No, we can't, damn it! Thor, you're going to die! I'm sorry I can't help you. Then, please, just stay with me. We can't spare the medics, Thor. I'll tell your sister you love her. Please, please stay! Move out, medic. No! I said go! I hate this job! Oh my god. What now? Over here, Brady. Jonathan. Doctor. I'm not a doctor. But I am going to try to help you, Johnny. Brady, he's... I know he is. You go on. I'll stay with him. But... I know. I'm a hypocrite. But this isn't Thor. This is a child. I can't just... Can't... I understand. Then go! Johnny, hold my hand. Doctor, it hurts a lot. Hurts all over. I can't, can't breathe. 
How you gonna fix me? I'm gonna hold your hand, Johnny. I'm gonna hold your hand and you're gonna close your eyes and go to sleep. And when you wake up, you're gonna be all better. Will I be awake by the time we get to Earth? Yes, definitely. Good. My dad... <laughs> My dad's gonna build us a house there. Then go to sleep, Johnny. Dream about your house. You'll be there soon enough. Am I gonna need stitches? No. No stitches. Promise? Would I lie? Good. Johnny? Johnny? It's over. Skipper, it's bad down here. Brady, it's bad all over. Have we lost any key personnel? No key personnel. Just... Skipper, how much longer? The only way out is through, Brady. We'll be at the passage in five minutes. Not good enough! Best I can do. Brady? Brady, are you there? She hung up. I was going to ask if she'd seen my son. The nursery's the most heavily shielded part of the ship, Mr. Chen. I'm sure Johnny's fine. You might have mentioned to Brady that it's five minutes to the passage, but only one minute till we explode. I didn't think that particular detail was germane. Germane? Awful fancy word, Skipper. It's from the Latin for focus on your flying, Tom. Skipper, we're being hailed. What? The flagship wants to talk to us. It's King Mab. Great. Answer them. Mab, is that you? Hello, Sandra. I thought we could use our screens for this conversation. Our viewer exploded in your last garage. Oh, that Have the other ship stop firing on the Atmog, would you? Thank you so much. That's better. I was hoping I'd get to talk to you again, Samantha. So was I. But I was hoping it'd be in person. Ah, a more intimate setting? So I could rip your spine out through your Adam's apple. My, my, Samantha. A bit macabre, aren't we? You killed my husband. Funny. I like to think I saved him. Is this a social call, Mab? No. This is business. Samantha, this is really silly. Most of our ships have already gone through the passage, and thousands more slip away every second. Even if you destroyed my starship and stopped sending any more battleships through, all you do at this point is to stabilize the passage. And who knows what that could lead to. And even if you could get through the barricade now, my forces would just kill you on the other side. You want to give me another option? Recall your forces? Promise to stay out of the Milky Way? <laughs> my word, Samantha. You always did wear the pants. No, I'm afraid our surrender is off the table. However, I'm prepared to offer terms to you. I think we both know my answer. Hear me out. Surrender the Anbar, Samantha. It's true. We don't need you. We certainly don't need your crew. Your ship is a joke. But... The Zero have developed a certain fondness for you and your crew, Samantha. This would be a senseless death for you all. We will not tolerate it if we're able. I assume infestation is part of the package deal here? We prefer to call it cohabitation, Samantha. And it has its advantages. It's much better than dying. I beg to differ. Talk it over with your crew, at least. 
Perhaps some will choose to turn themselves over to us. I know you won't stand in their way if they do. An old weakness of mine. Fine. Give me two minutes to talk to my crew. I'm not stupid, Samantha. Thirty seconds. Sixty. Please. Well, our races do share a love of drama. And you have put on a fine show for us these last 59 years. For that, I grant you exactly... 59 seconds. We'll hold for you. We're not seriously considering surrender, are we, Skipper? Of course not. But 60 seconds of deliberation is 60 seconds closer to the passage. And 60 seconds to lick our wounds. 59 seconds. Well, now, more like 40. Quiet, Tom. Mr. Chen, what's left of my ship? Not much, Skipper. Details! Let me put it to you this way. If you landed us right now on Tyrion and sold us for scrap, the whole ship wouldn't be worth two sacks of fruit. Fruit's expensive, Ontarian. Not that expensive. On second thought, I don't want details. Tom, time to the passage. Just one more minute, Skipper. Can we make it? Never say never. I'm inspired. Is our time up yet? In three, two, one... So much for diplomacy. Tom, what are you doing? Hold your course. Can't, Skipper. Nav just fired a bug bomb. A bug bomb? Chen, we still have facing shields. Cap, we don't have any shields. Tom, evasive. I'm evading. I'm evading. Impact in 15. These engines. No, don't give up on me now. Bug bombs. Skipper, we have no engines. No shields. Jack would find a way. Maybe he would. But I'm not Jack. Impact! Fire control team to E-Deck. Anyone who can hear me, get to E-Deck. We've got a bug bomb. Anyone. They can't hear you, Skipper. Comms are out everywhere below this deck. I'm showing every system in the red. We're down to one sack of fruit, Skipper. Then we'll get out and throw rocks. Tom, engines are gone. Is our momentum enough to carry us through the... What intonation was that? And more importantly, why didn't it kill us? Third question. Why aren't they shooting at us anymore? They're... Wait, What? Feel the deck plating. There's no weapons vibration. He's right. We're stable. The buggers have stopped firing. That does not make any sense. Chen, how bad are the sensors? Beyond repair. Can you see if you can get something on simple visual? Right quick. Skipper! Brady, what are you doing here? When we lost contact with this deck, we thought... I thought you were all dead. I came up because I didn't want any of my people to see that. How is it below? If we live, you can see for yourself. If we die, I'd rather not trouble your conscience with it in your last moments. None of you hurt? Not yet. Then... Skipper, I got the forward camera working. On screen.
Is that? Yep. The scions of the stars. They came dancing after all. Must have been that message we sent them. No doubt. The scions are tearing through the buggers. It's like the Zero ships are made of paper. Cheap paper. Gasoline poured on it. Makes great fireworks. Of course, we've got to remember that most of the parasites already made it through the passage. The scions are just cleaning up the leftovers. All the same, I'm not complaining. Neither am I, Mr. Chen. Neither am I. Then that shockwave we felt... I think it must have been King Mab's ship. The king is dead? Long dead the king. Then we're saved. Do we have hailing frequencies? Maybe. I honestly have no idea, Skipper. Give it a try. Hail the lead scion. I'll bet it's Triassa 1. Trying. Skipper Sam Carlos. It is agreeable, if surprising, that you are not dead. Very agreeable. All part of the plan, though. There was a plan. Step one, get ridiculously outmatched and outgunned. Step two, wait for the scions to rescue us. I just improvised that one in the last ten seconds. Seriously, Triessa, why are you here? You seem pretty certain of your probability and your equations. What changed? Of the underlying facts, there were no changes. However, when your message was received, and it became clear that you would lead the Anbar into this impossible battle, suddenly Sion perception of the facts was changed. Suddenly the Sion sense of justice was found inflamed, and the importance of our own safety was no longer clearly seen. And so our premises remain, but our conclusions have changed. Isn't that peculiar, Skipper Collins? Actually, Triassa, it sounds pretty familiar to me. Welcome to the fight. You and... how many ships did you bring? Of the original 100, 10 were persuaded by Triassa Illogic. It looks like 10 was enough, at least to buy us some time and control of this end of the passage. Now we can take a breather, plan our next move, take the fight to the Zero on our terms, before they start conquering whole planets. It is deduced that the Anbar's sensors must be disabled. It is deduced accurately. Why? Am I missing something? Unfortunately, Skipper Cox, the passage has been destabilized, feared by the destruction of King Mab's ship. In consequence, all within the nebula is being pulled inexorably towards the passage's mouth. You mean we're going through the passage right now, whether we like it or not? It is as described. Skipper, I can confirm that. I can't tell you what's going on inside the passage, but we're definitely still moving towards it. And it's not just momentum, we're picking up speed. So we're going through the barrier. Mission accomplished. We're going to get through the barrier all right, Brady. But with no shields and no hull sealants to speak of, we're going to get through the barrier with such a plasma shock that if our brains melting doesn't kill us, the warp core breach definitely will. What are our odds? Remember how I said, never say never earlier? Yeah. I take it back. What about the scions? Triasa is trying to morph long enough to shield us from the shock. But he's too far away. He'll never make it. I need some options. Too late. We just crossed the event horizon. All the warp engines in the world couldn't free us from the passage now. And that's it? We die. For nothing. All these sacrifices, all these years we've spent. All just wiped out. 
No, Brady, not for nothing. Look at those science right behind us, trapped just the same. We're not going to survive the crossing, but they will. We brought them here. We're the reason they came into this fight. Now the Milky Way galaxy is going to get ten Scion defenders against the Zero. It's not much, but maybe it'll be enough. But what if it isn't? What if our galaxy falls? If Earth dies and everything comes to ruin and darkness? Then we have the graceful end, Mr. Chen, because we died trying. But that's only true if we die. I'm not giving up hope. Tom, prepare to write us through. Skipper. Tom, you once told me to trust that God would get us through the barrier. Now, trust me. You're not God. No, but I've got a much better track record. Bring the passage now. We are officially crossing the galactic barrier. Tom, you said we don't explode until after we get through the barrier. Right? Yeah. So whatever happens, I get to see a sky full of stars before I die. I can't wait. <laughs> Sam, you never cease to amaze me. All hands, this is Skipper Sam Cox. Brace for impact. Jack? Yeah, Becca? What are you thinking about? I was thinking about our house. I think I'm going to put it over there on that little rise. We'll give the nursery an easterly view so the kids will wake up every day with the sun right in their eyes. Why, honey? What about you? I was wondering. Do you think they made it? We'll never know. No. No, that's not true. Becca, I don't know where they are, and I never will. But I know, somehow, we all made it home. In that final episode of Star Trek Anbar, Sarah and Triassa were played by Chris Bainbridge, Jack Sr. and King Mab, Robert Hawk, with the Scion Council, Thomas Barnes and Nick Brooch, Engineer Thor, Gary Kobo, Medic, Robert Malcolm, Little Johnny Chin, Taryn Kim, Paradise Colony Child, Katie Daner, Booming Voice, Joe Stofko, Shuttlecraft Computer, Caitlin Haney, and narrator, Mike Hennessy. Featuring special appearances by Julian Bain, Caitlin Haney, James Magata, Alistair Stewart, and Chris Bainbridge. Executive produced and written for audio by James Haney. Co-produced by Mike Hennessy. Consulting producer, Carla Bendera. Post-production by James Magata, Anthony Schaefer, James Haney, and Mike Hennessy. Musical credits are available at starshipexcelsior.com. Special thanks to Michael Hudson, Gary Colbum, Emily Potter, the Ambar role-playing game, and Gene Roddenberry. No infringement is intended against Star Trek, which remains the property of CBS Paramount Television. On behalf of the entire cast and crew of Star Trek Anbar, we'd like to thank you for your long years of enjoying and supporting the show. From the day we crashed into the Big Empty until tonight, this series couldn't have succeeded without the legions of devoted fans who kept us fired up to tell the stories of the Captain's Cox and their courageous crews. When we started, we never dreamed what Anbar would become, and now that it's over, we can't imagine life without it. We hope you enjoyed our final episode, 
and we wish you all a graceful end. Meanwhile, in the catacombs of Alandria, It is time. Eight thousand years we have waited, and now, it is time. We stand. We search. We search across a hundred billion stars until we find. I find. Now we have but to reach across space. We shall reach across space and the war will finally be won. I reach. I find. I find the starship Anbar. I breathe life into her. I rescue her. I pull her across space. I push her across time. History bends around us. Nineteen years. Nineteen years will be optimal. We save the Anbar. We destroy the Federation. We are myriad. We are legion. We are victorious. Twenty-three eighty-two, nineteen years later, three months before the Valandrian Civil War. Coming, Isaac. I certainly didn't expect to find you on my doorstep, Captain Suresh. These are my associates, Second Lieutenants Leo O'Mara and Ryan Willis. Captain, sir? May we come inside? Yes, of course. In fact, I was just sitting down to dinner and I accidentally made more samosa than I can eat. Help yourself. Captain. A few days ago, the Starbase 911 picked up an emergency distress call. We've identified the beacon as belonging to a missing cargo vessel called the SS Enbar. Registry. One thing you can't do, Isaac, is to get me to go on another mission. I'm retired, and I intend to keep it that way. Captain, in exchange for your cooperation on this mission, I'm prepared to offer you full command of the Starship Excelsior. All right. You've got my attention. Star Trek Anbar's spin-off series, Star Trek Excelsior, will hit the airwaves this fall.
This has been an Excelsior production.